At Athletic Brewing Company, we've built America's first craft non-alcoholic brewery. We've created a lineup of award-winning non-alcoholic beers. Our beers are made with organic grains and start at only 50 calories. Athletic beers are perfect for anyone who loves being healthy and active, but also loves to enjoy great tasting beer with friends. To give us a try, go to athleticbrewingcompany.com and use code ATHLETIC20 for 20% off your first order. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a friend. Coca-Cola, the official beverage of the Columbia Lions. Welcome into this special big game edition of Morningside Hoops. I'm Matt Sugam alongside Aliyah Funchell. We have no guests today. It's just the two of us. We're going to be breaking down a big game coming up on Wednesday night against Princeton, 5 p.m. ESPNU, nationally televised game. It's one of the biggest games in school history because the winner of this game is going to have the inside track to the Ivy League uh, regular season title, which is a couple of, of, of games to play after that. And then they obviously head into the Ivy League tournament for a trip to the NCAA tournament. So, Aliyah, how are you? you excited to uh, talk about this big game? Yeah, I am so excited. So excited to be here and to have this special podcast edition. We're also doing some on camera right now, which is new and um, I just got done talking to Coach G, so I'm pretty fired up about this, not going to lie. Yeah, so give us a preview of how the, the vibe is, you know, a couple of days out from the game. Usually we'd be playing this on a weekend, but because of COVID, it, it's, it's all these wacky schedules. It's actually a rescheduled game from what would have been the opening weekend of Ivy League play, so it turns out that instead they're going to be playing, you know, one yeah. of the last weekends. And uh, what's the vibe with Coach and the team right now? Well, quick little plug, like once you're done listening to this, go watch the interview, but... Something that I've kind of always admired when I talk to Coach G is her composure. And, you know, regardless of what kind of game it is, what's on the line, she always has the same composure and she's very competitive and very fighting spirit. So it's definitely like you can tell that they're excited and they know it's a big game, but it's kind of business as usual, if that makes sense. That, that's kind of the vibe I got uh, after the game over the weekend when they beat Dartmouth. They had the... the uh, another weekend sweep another sweep of two two ivy league schools so i think that's four on the year am i correct there kyle that's four uh sweeps of ivy league teams after they took care of business with the harvard and dartmouth and, and yeah they're trying to not you know make it bigger than it is i think they know how big of a game it is but they're just trying to go out there and uh play basketball but let's talk about coach g for for a second i'll yes. do a, a shameless plug as well if you go to go columbia lines.com uh i have a story up on what this game means to you know both Meg, the program, and just kind of how they've gotten here. And, and really for, for the program, it's, uh, you know, the the former star point guard coming in to, you know, build the program and, and take it places it's never been before. She came in 60 years ago. Uh, this is actually her fifth season because they didn't have a season mm -hmm. last year because of COVID. And after, you know, scoring 1,000 points and, and, you know, dishing out 347 assists, I think it is, it's somewhere around that, and 148 <laughs> in a season for a uh, regular season record, she's built this program after – after coming from Princeton, where it really is the, the the cream of the crop for the Ivy League, I think they've won 14 Ivy League titles altogether. And when Meg was there, they they won five in her six years, and she's came here and she's really built the program, uh, you know, something out of nothing, pretty much. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, uh, 
you know, there weren't, weren't a lot of basketball games when uh, when she first got here, um, and they've slowly, you know, built it up into to what they've done with a lot of different players from a lot of different places. Oh, yeah. I feel like the two of us, between the two of us, we've covered a lot of coaches, and um, Coach G just really stands out to me. One, because of her passion for the school, obviously being an alum, she's very passionate, but also the culture she's established with the team. This team is close on and off the court, and it definitely translates on the court because I've seen a lot of teams that are close off the court, but they can't find their gel or their energy together. But she's done a great job just establishing that culture here, a culture of winning, but also a culture of respect amongst teammates and everything like that as well. Yeah, and I think that's you know something that's easier said than done when you're taking in players literally from all over the world. I mean, yeah. we have players from Spain, Australia. Um, so it's really – and you, you also have to take into account, you have to find players that are going to be successful at an Ivy League uh, institution academically because at the end of the day, they are student athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I think the fact that she went here is a big help for her. But uh, oh, I guess 100%. Uh, fast forwarding to this year, you were down at the Princeton game. Uh, it was uh, not a, a great night for the for the Lions. I'll be the first to admit it. Um, they actually, I think, for hearing from coach and players, feel like it was uh, a, as much a mental thing as anything. You know, they think they can physically match up and have the talent to match up with Princeton, uh, but they just were, need to be locked in and focused. Oh, yeah. Well, that was my first road trip of the season, and it was honestly just great to be able to get out there and see them play on the road in person. But, um, yeah, that game was definitely – you can kind of see the the jitters and the mental block ahead of time because – our team is very talented, same as Princeton, and it, it wasn't a matter of who was more physical or who was the better team, but honestly, our team just had a lot of those jitters, a lot of unforced errors that could have been avoided, and I think it's because it was one of their biggest games of the season, and it was on the road. There was a lot a lot of people hyping it up, and I naturally, anyone would get a little bit nervous, and they just couldn't come back from that, but I do have to say their defense was incredible. Even when they were down big in the first half, I mean, they started making runs in the second half, but their defense, like they were locked down defense. I was so impressed. They were forcing turnovers. They were getting blocks, getting steals. So that was super impressive. So if they can put it together on the offensive end and control the turnovers and keep their composure a little bit, then I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah, I was going to ask, but you already answered your, your keys to the game there. <laughs> so uh, I think we have a a good one coming up uh, in in Levy and Jim. It's going to be a fun atmosphere. I think that's one of the things that's been the best part of this run, especially recently, because we had uh, the, those COVID you know cancellations and postponements that made it so there weren't fans in the building, which is just a little bit weird, mm-hmm. especially when the program is doing so well and and everybody wants to you know jump on the bandwagon. Oh yeah. Um, and Friday night was uh, I, I think probably the best atmosphere of the year against that Harvard game, and I'm expecting Princeton to be even up a couple more notches. Oh yeah, I really hope so. And it's been really cool getting to talk to the players every week on the podcast and. Quite a few of them mentioned how people that they don't really even know would be like, oh, I'm so excited. And I saw it firsthand. I was leaving Dodge at the same time as Jada Patrick. I said hello to her. And as we were leaving, someone came up to her and they're like, you play this weekend, right? Like, and fans are allowed. Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm just like, this is crazy because the whole campus is getting behind them. And I just think it's so cool. So Coach G mentioned on our interview today about um, just coming out and being there to support, but being part of something so historical at the school. Yeah, I think that that's the most exciting part. I mean, they're, they're in the midst of, you know, 
the best season in program history from when they've been a D- Division One team. They've already done things in the Ivy League that they've never done before, and they're making history and have the potential to make more. And the student section ha- has been the fullest part of the whole stands. I mean, it's it's like uh, I feel like uh, we have basically half the Columbia campus uh, mm-hmm. coming, to, which has just been great. And, you know, a little gym like this with the low ceiling and everything, yeah, it can get very loud very quickly when you have a bunch of uh, loud students, and it can definitely change a game. The, the girls will tell you that, uh, you know, it brings a little extra juice and some energy to them as well. So I'm expecting Wednesday to be to be a good atmosphere. Yeah, last weekend was so much fun with all of the giveaways they were doing with Pride Night, with the pink out, but the stakes are even higher for Wednesday's game. Do you want to kind of talk about yeah, we, what's well, happening it's with free, the contest? It's me, so yeah. I'll, uh, I'll gladly talk about our t-shirts. There's a thousand uh, Roar Line Roar t-shirts that they're going to give out for the whiteout. So uh, hopefully in front of these uh Columbia Blue stands that we have behind us that we'll see a, a whole lot of white um, and yeah. some loud fans because it's, uh, you know, a, a great way to showcase uh, what the home court advantage is on national TV and yeah. in a big game, of course. I mean, that always helps. Yeah. So also one fan is going to have a chance to win $10,000. They're going to get randomly selected to take a half court shot, just one shot for $10,000. Do you think you can make that? I mean, if they gave me the opportunity, I would take my shot. But do you think you can make it? Like, first try, no warm-ups? Yeah, I, I don't know if I could do it under pressure like that. I feel like the pressure of 2,000 people in front yeah. of me, that, that would be tough. $10,000 yeah. on the line. How? What's your approach? Like, would you do the two-hand, or would you do, like, baseball pass? or? I, I would do the, the, you know, like, take a couple steps and, like, you know, half-court heave. Yes, I'm not. I'm not pulling up from three quarters court like Steph Curry was last night <laughs> yeah. at the All Star game. Yeah, 100%. which was absolutely ridiculous. Yes, he was insane. Yeah, I mean, I know they don't play defense, but oh my goodness! But but Columbia has a shooter like that in Abby Shue to trans uh, transition us back, and that was actually probably one of my favorite uh, parts of the student section. Uh, the other night was when she would hit a big shot. The, the I, shoes. It, I looked like a, a few football players would take off their shoes and and wave them in the air. So hopefully ESPN is listening and get get a few uh, B roll shots of that for the game <laughs> on on Wednesday. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, you know, we've talked about the game on Wednesday. Uh, but there's also a big game on Friday. Uh, or no, Saturday. Excuse me. I'm so used to these Ivy League schedule Friday, Saturday. Now we got these midweek. Uh, Good Throwing thing I'm not us playing. Off, yeah. yeah, we would be in trouble for a variety of reasons. But uh, it's senior night, right? Is, is that yes. correct? Yes, um, Michaela Markham is. We're going to be honoring her for senior night. So I'm so excited. It's the last home game, which I can't believe we're already at that point. This season just seems to be flying by. But I'm excited to um, see her get recognized for that. Yeah, and it'll be fun. Uh, one last home environment for what's been a historic season that will hopefully continue when they head up to Boston uh, and go to Harvard for the Ivy League tournament, which is March 11th and 12th. We don't really know their exact seating yet. That's actually part of why Wednesday's game is going to be so big. Um, But we do know they're probably going to be the one or the two seed. That's just how things are shaking out, which means they won't play Princeton again until hopefully knock on wood, you know, they win and make it to the finals. Um, But, uh, you know, let's talk a little bit about the Ivy League tournament and and what this means. I mean, at the end of the day, it could uh, open the door to the first uh, NCAA tournament bid in Division One. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, I come from Wichita State, and that's a conference tournament where every team makes it. So I think it's kind of crazy that conference tournament being these four teams 
is that the stakes during the regular season are even higher. Mm -hmm. And then also the competition is going to be even better at the tournament. So I'm really looking forward to it, really looking forward to seeing how the other teams finish out their seasons and what seedings they get. Um, And I think that the competition level and the energy level is going to be so high at the Ivy tournament. And we already punched our bid there. So I'm excited about that. Like we can breathe a little bit, but we still have a, a big game, of course, coming up. But it's nice to know that we're already in. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting, I think, vibe and environment around the team because at the end of the day, this was, you know, back in March of 2020, which is already crazy to think almost two years ago was when this whole COVID pandemic came and shut down the Ivy League tournament, you know, before the rest of the college basketball world shut down. So uh, these ladies, at least the ones that were here two years ago, didn't even get that opportunity to play in that first Ivy League tournament that they made it to. So I think they're definitely going to be juiced up I, I i don't foresee them looking ahead to uh you know that inevitable princeton matchup that would be in the title game um that they could potentially have so i think it's going to be a fun uh couple days and a fun weekend for lions fans to go up to uh boston in early spring and beautiful uh, campus yeah, not as beautiful as columbia of course but. not nothing nothing's more beautiful than morningside heights no and that'll do it for this emergency big game edition of the Morningside Hoops podcast. Matt Sugam alongside Aliyah Funchell as we get ready for what should be a fun few weeks ahead. We'll do a few more of these, uh, you know, emergency pods. Yeah, yeah, as the big games come up, we have uh, obviously the big game on Wednesday night and then we'll have March Madness after that. But Wednesday night, uh, it's kind of be be there, be square. If you're the first thousand people at Levy and Jim, you'll get a free T-shirt. Um, it's uh, obviously a game on national television on ESPNU, so that kind of adds a little bit more juice to it as well. Um, and then it's for first place in the Ivy League. Yeah, Columbia is playing Big for first place in the game. Ivy League at the end of February, and it's a home game. Like this is. Honestly, what else do you have to do on a Wednesday night? Like, you better come out, honestly. Yeah, take a, st- take a little study break. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's it's a fun little atmosphere. Uh, and I expect – I'm expecting a large crowd behind me if you're watching on uh, on the camera. If you're listening to us in the podcast, we're in the Lou Gehrig Lounge, as we affectionately call the LGL, which overlooks Schiller Court uh, in great view. Levy and Jim. It is a great view, and uh, I'm excited to see it packed on, on Wednesday night, 5 p.m., ESPNU, but don't be watching on TV. Be here in the gym. Yeah. Unle- unless you're like really far away. If we get that, I mean, that's an <laughs> If you're in the New York area yes, and you're not New here. York Tri-State area. I-, I like to say it's the best basketball you will see in New York City this season. As a Knicks fan, I would have to agree. Yes. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening. Make sure to listen to all of our other episodes on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music, podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast you should know by now give us a listen and make sure to stay tuned search columbia lions